15 minutes could save you 15% or more. My dad used to say that. Sure, yeah. It's from Geico. Yeah, whenever I would ask my dad for life advice, he'd sit me down and say, Son, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And look at me now, a well-adjusted adult with a drawer full of plastic bags I'll never use. (laughs) Okay, I'm confused. Was your dad a licensed Geico agent? Nah, he was just a real good dad. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 24 hours is like three weeks. (laughs) 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 Wookies, lasers, Death Star. So slugs up your butt is bad. Is that what we've gleaned from this? Hi, we're the Culture Quest Podcast. We're on a quest to become more cultured people by discussing a movie, a music album, a book, or anything else really each episode. Check us out, culturequestpodcast.com. Hey, Road Warriors, this is Chris from State of Fear Podcast, and you're listening to a fourth-hand production. Yeah, make sure you're still on the mic. Oh. Okay, yeah, don't look at me. Don't look at you. Don't fucking look at me. I don't want to look at Don't you. fucking look at me. I don't like you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging in the pool, a fucking orgy going on in the pool. Gotta clean the pool. If the movie has any redeeming quality whatsoever, it's this fucking row. Crapolet. 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 This whole story is (laughs) crapolet. Hey guys, welcome back to What the Suck, episode number four, season three. I'm your host, Chris, and with me, as always, that would be James. Thank you for piping in there, James, man. What's up, brother? You're supposed to say my name, and then I'm supposed to say something clever. What the fuck? I want you to say your name. How about that? That's the clever part. Don't catch me off guard. So today, I'm pretty excited. (laughs) We're doing a movie called Monsterland. Yeah. Which, never heard of. It's fairly Um, obscure, and in your... In our search for info, there really isn't much on this. No, it brought, it's presented by Dread Central, which I guess is, I think it's like a website <laughs> or something. I don't know. How, how convenient. Yeah. But I, I found this at a, a big lot for like $2.80. So $2. Like, perfect. Perfect. All but, right. Uh, before we do that, uh, let's get in real quick to some, some nitty gritty details. Yeah, again, as we mentioned, uh, we are What the Suck. We have uh, we are now under season three. Yes, we, we have are. Two wonderful seasons of twenty-four or so episodes going back for the last year and a half. Yes, they were just a warm-up. Now, now, warm-up. now shit's getting real. Now it's getting serious. Yeah. So we uh, we have a Patreon going on right now. It's patreon.com slash what the suck. What the suck. That what is suck. right. You can also go to tpublic.com and actually search for what the suck, and it'll take you right there. And you will also be able to get to our merch for our sister project state of fear yes that's on there as well go check out all the cool shit we got cool uh again with the patreon um we have uh three tiers from dollar to ten dollars so super cheap per month uh you get more shit the more you uh you uh donate um <laughs> the higher the higher up you go uh including uh um you get, you get bloopers but you get video podcasts you get video episodes you get um 
uh, exclusive access to certain episodes, to bonus episodes, to live stream episodes, watch parties, shit like that. All kinds of good stuff. Yeah. We also have a contest going on, two contests actually. We have one grand prize contest where um, you can win a copy of every single movie we review this season. Yes. That will be drawn at the end, end of the season. We'll draw one lucky name. And we will announce that winner at the end of the finale, I believe. No, we'll you announce it like a week or? later. A, a week, week later? later. Yeah. yeah. So, because that gives people time to review that episode if they need to. Ah, indeed. Yeah. So, we, a week after the last episode drops, we'll pull a name, and that's when the winner will be announced. And they will get a copy of all the movies we watched, as well as like a little goodie bag that goes inside there as well. Yeah, we'll hook you up real nice. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have um, a September, for this month only, drawing. Yes. Um, we are giving away a pop vinyl. Uh, David from Lost Boys, number 615, which is him eating the um, Chinese food. Yep. From the movie. <laughs> uh, so, and how do you get how do you get entered into any, any of these drawings? Well, you have to give us a review. It's simple. Yes. Give us a review. So, you, you go to your favorite app, whichever one it is, or go to multiple apps. Because what it is, is every single review you give us, send us a screenshot to our email at whatthesuckpodcast at gmail.com. And that will give you one entry to the drawing. That is correct. Now, if you if you enter and win the pop vinyl, don't worry. That doesn't take you out of the running for the grand prize. No, it does not. Yeah. And as we said, you can go to multiple apps, submit multiple reviews, and send us a screenshot, and you'll get multiple entries. Yep. Email those to whatthesuckpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get extra entries if you... Subscribe to our Patreon either in the five yes. or ten dollar tier. That is correct. If you subscribe to the five dollar level, you get one extra entry for every month you are subscribed. Correct. And if you join our ten dollar level, which is cheap, come on, super now, cheap, yeah, you get two extra entries per month of being entered. Correct. And again, so all those entries will roll over. Subscribed. Same thing. They'll, they'll roll over <laughs> to the grand prize. Now, what what it won't roll over is for the next giveaway that we have. We have like uh, one, two, three, four, like four more things we're giving away throughout the season. Yes. Um. So that that'll be different months of the. This of is this. part of our. This is part of our effort to step up the game a lot. It's to show our appreciation for all the faithful listeners. We really, really appreciate the following. We appreciate the uh, nice words we've received, the mm-hmm. interaction, and we and we love the fact that people actually dig the show. Yeah. We're, we're really we're really grateful. So we just want to give a little something back. Yeah. So just go to patreon.com, subscribe to either the five or ten to get an extra entry or two a month. Um, again, you don't have to. You can just submit a review, email it to us, and then that'll get you entered into the drawing for either the Dave, well, for the for this month anyway, it'll be for the David. And then the uh, movie one is going to go throughout the entire season, and then yes. at the end of the month we'll draw a name for that. So, uh, yeah, so today's movie is Monsterland. And again, as we said, there's not too much on it available online. It's a 2016 comedy, fantasy, horror, anthology movie. Comedy. Um, yeah, it's uh, directed by Eric Gardner and Andrew Cash, um, writer written by Casper Aniello and Jan Anderson, uh, Andreessen, sorry, uh, and it stars a whole bunch of people that I've never heard of, so I'm not going to fucking name them. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Eileen Dites, I have to name this one, as Hag. It's a hag. That's as the Hag. We wonderful. Got, we got somebody cast as the corpse. We've got somebody cast as, as a, a runner hag. corpse. A runner a Screaming corpse. victim. Screaming <laughs> Great roles here. Great roles here. I love it. And this is, like you said, this is an anthology, right? Yes, an anthology. Okay. It just makes you want to go, hey, and uh, (laughs) just run by. Yeah. (laughs) Just makes you want to act stupid. Yeah. 
So, um, okay, so let's get started on that. But first, before we do that, let's we... go into our lovely rating system. Actually, let's, shall let's we? check out the what, the what the box says on the movie. So, what does the box say, Chris? So it says that it's totally off the wall, and a grizzly horror anthology it says "Arrow in the Head," which I don't never heard of that one. <laughs> Bloody disgusting says a monstrous good time, so much fun with like four O's. An arrow in the head, though. Yeah, I'm stuck on that one. Yeah. Uh, as unpredictable as it is insane, says Chris Crumb of I Horror Magazine or wherever the fuck it is, amid a bloody no, sorry, amidst a bloody black drop, black drop. Oh, that's black. not good. Black. Amidst a buddy, <laughs> I put an L when I'm not supposed to, and I take an L where I'm supposed to. It's okay. Yeah. Amidst a bloody backdrop of chaos and carnage, one panicked, lowly survivor of the monster apocalypse takes shelter in a movie theater to buy himself a few extra moments of precious life. Wow. Little does he know, he's taken a flying leap out of the frying pan and smack dab into the fires of hell by attending the last movie marathon he'll ever see. Welcome to Monsterland. Excellent. A terrifying place where savage beasts, carnivorous creatures, and grotesque abominations are the new normal. And the human race is now at the bottom of the food chain. Ugh, new normal. Sounds like fun. Yep. Yeah. I'm not moving. All right. Well, as you, you notice, I'm froze. I mean, you can move your hand, but don't move your face. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay. So, we have devised a rating system to rate these movies that we watch. Yes, we have. It's an inverse rating system based on shit emojis. From, Shite. From one to five. So, one out of five shit emojis. These are the these are movies that are considered new classics and will be the ones you watch over and over. They're the ones that are the best of the worst, and they're so bad that they are good. You will get countless hours of enjoyment out of these. Yes. The two out of bad. Two out of bad. <laughs> the two out of five <laughs> shit emojis are almost as bad as the ones, but not enough where it counts. Watch these only with friends who really enjoy shitty movies, and the ones in this category are best watched with a group who like to riff or play a drinking game. Which are, which is about the category that we like the most because... Yes. It's the funnest. This is how we came up with this whole thing in the first place. We right. love... I mean, there are tons of podcasts out there, great shows. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're not, you know, but there are a lot of shows that rate and review good horror. Right. And they're great. They're fantastic. You know, but we... Wanted to do something completely off the wall. Mm-hmm. We had—I've never heard of anybody who did crappy horror movies. So, you know, we decided to run with it because yep. we used to get plastered and watch these damn things and shred them. It was a lot of fun. Hell yeah, it was a blast. Three out of five shit emojis are the ones you will watch, but only if you have nothing better to do. But <laughs> be prepared to drink heavily while watching it. Although many of these. Alcohol may not be enough, and you may want to resort to some sticky icky. That's right, man. Hit that blunt full of skunk. That's right. It might help it ease the pain. The four out of five ones are the ones that are so strange that you may not want to watch them more than once, but at least you want to share your misery, so you invite some friends over, especially those who have wronged you, and you want to make them suffer. You bastards. Now, here we go. The the worst. The the last category. Five out of five. (laughs) Fica de la matter. The worst of the worst. These are the ones you'll bring out. Only on special occasions. So let's say that your friends are not adhering to social distancing or that you're stuck in an apartment with your ex because they moved out and they won't leave even though it ended four months ago. I'll tell you <laughs> they right. moved. They, they won't move out. Sorry. They won't move out. They will not move out. They will out. not move out. And it's ended four months ago. Well, show them one of these movies and you will have them running, screaming from the building. 
Or just and hit them over the head with a tack hammer and throw or, them out the window. Or just use the DVD case and smack them over the head with DVD That's case. That's it. There yeah. you go. Uh, but when you're done watching it, you're going to want to forget you ever even heard of it. Um, <laughs> so it needs to be erased from your memory, possibly by blunt force trauma. Of course. That's my favorite. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's one through five. Um, now, having said that, even with the fives, there are movies you're going to want to watch once. Sure. At least watch it once. Yeah, absolutely. All these, all these movies were made somewhat by love or with love, so they deserve okay. to be watched. Somewhat by love? Somewhat. <laughs> yeah. So, I like that, air, letting the air out of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, because people did. They worked hard on these. Yep. Whether, you know. Well, I don't the know effort, hard. Or hard whether the nice. effort is actually shown or not, somebody took time to put these together in hopes that they would get, you know, somebody Something to watch it. it. Yeah. So, you know, you know give, give them some love. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. So, anyway, why don't we go ahead and get into the review, James? Let's do it, brother. Okay, so right off the bat, I just gotta say I love this movie. Oh man, absolutely! It was great. It, it was it was uh, horror in, in the loosest sense of the word. Yep, and yeah. it, it, it had like a, a Jack Frost level humor to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the key, and there were there was death, but none of it was tragic or scary. It was actually comical for the most part. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Cre- kind of creep show funny, even though creep show is a little bit scarier. But right, right. But uh, so it starts off with this guy, or it starts off with this this really bad um, dragon in the background of the city. There's like <laughs> shit going down, and it pans down to this theater that show that says the word Monsterland on it, and then you see a guy run down with a bat. And he runs into the theater. And nothing's really explained. But then again, no. I guess nothing really needs to be in this case. Right. But what I love is they run in there. There's dead bodies everywhere. And yeah. there's actually body parts all Gore. through the lobby and Gore stuff. Gore and blood all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So great. he goes in there, grabs a big old honking hand of popcorn, stuffs it in his face. Oh, yeah. And that was a great part because while he was sitting there stuffing the popcorn, like off to his right was an ice machine. And for no reason whatsoever, the ice machine opens and there's like this glowing skull inside. <laughs> but then it closes. It was, it was that, funny. That has nothing to do with the movie. It just, it just no, happened. And yeah. that was it. That was all yeah. it showed. But that, yeah, it was very funny. But at that point, we were like, okay, this is going to be a ride. Going to be stupid. Yeah. So then, uh, so what it is, the way the movie is set up, which actually is kind of interesting, um, the way they do that, the anthology is, he's in the movie theater and he goes to sit down to escape the horror apocalypse going on outside, the monster apocalypse. 
And so he's he's watching these short movies on the screen. Yep. And these are all the horror shorts for the anthology. Of course. But not too Can't bad. Pretty, pretty original. Yeah, and then you got scattered corpses all laying in all the seats. Yeah. Yeah. And so the first uh, first segment is about a lake. Um, and we literally get like two minutes and 25 seconds in. We get your favorite. The rescue titties. Yes. I mean, and at that point, we actually legitimately thought we were in trouble. Yes. Because I've said it before, and I will say it again. If they're showing titties just minutes after the movie begins, Mm -hmm. or really at any part during a crappy horror movie, it's to keep the audience interested. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they can manage. If they can manage. And, yeah, so... Gotta be good ones. Can't be... No, it can't be no fried egg shit. Gotta be... And we'll, we'll, we'll get to the to the worst rescue titties later on. So, uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, three couples go to this lake. Uh, two of the girls strip down to go skinny dipping, and while they're in the water, um, actually uh, it's, it's five people that go in the water because one ends up like coming up at, um, later on to scare them under the water. Yeah. Um, and so while that's happening, uh, all of a sudden, um, the boyfriend of one is trying to get the other one like scared or something and so he goes down underneath to scare her but she ends up kicking him in the nose and, and i love it too good yeah, kick and and starting to starting to he starts to bleed or whatever i guess that's what draws the creature so we never see this creature that's in here so all he does is what the fuck man yeah. and he backs up and he swim he swims away from the group mm-hmm. out toward like the middle of the river or the lake or whatever the hell they're in yeah and he just vanishes yeah. and becomes this bubbling pool of he looks like uh who's that kid alex kittner you know, when he was killed in Jaws, all you see oh, is blood yeah. bubbling up out of the water. Yeah. You don't actually see his body getting killed, but you you know he's dead because yeah. there's blood flying. But. In succession, this thing takes out like four people, so automatically we get kill one, kill two, kill three, kill four. And all real quick. Fast. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, literally, because it takes one and boom, 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 another one. And then uh, it actually ends up taking, uh, there's two girls left, and they're, they're, not, they're not even... They're not even trying to leave the lake. They're no, just they're in just the lake. sitting there like idiots. Yeah. You know, like another Jaws reference. You know, if everybody knows, I've used this reference before. The lady who's standing in the surf when they're screaming shark, and she's the one holding her baby and just screaming. Right. <laughs> You're like, you know, that's who you want the shark to get. Yes, yes. You know, but in this case, they just stand there. They do nothing, and they eventually get whacked, both yeah. of them. And then, so, yeah, so the other two are just are just sitting there in the water, not doing anything, and all of a sudden... Kill. Five. That one, the last one gets taken, and then the very final one, who's just sitting there screaming with blood all over her, finally gets pulled down. Kill. And Six. That's right. So, this first segment, very short. I mean, it was it was maybe five minutes, if that. If that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was really short. But it gave us the two things we look forward to the most. Yes. It gave us rescue titties. Rescue titties and instant death. Six <laughs> deaths. Yes. Like within 30 seconds of each other score now i mean they weren't technically off screen because they were underwater but that's a, that counts as a death they're dragged down right. you see them get you see attacked blood and stuff. you see blood you see death that counts yes if it happens off screen you hear a swoosh yeah and they turn around and the person's gone and you never see them again that doesn't count death to us right no we, we know they're dead technically by the script but we didn't doesn't see count killed. in our book so nope. fuck them yeah so the next segment's called the gray matter and has to do with a guy who wakes up in the middle of an alley covered in blood 
and he's he he gets up, staggers home, and discovers he has a huge hole in the back of his head. Hey, no, when that's it's huge. He he's not joking. It's this, like a baseball this hole size. is like the base, like a baseball came out of his freaking head. Yeah, and so he imagines so weird he imagines himself going to the doctor and talk to him about it but then he realizes oh i don't have health insurance so this is imaginary <laughs> so what he does instead is just take some gauze and just wraps his head up yeah thank you obamacare and then puts a hat on and goes to yeah. work with a fucking hat on and <laughs> and the fucking it's head bandage and it's all bloody Are you, and, and go nobody back to notices your, or says anything going back to your, your comment it's not obamacare he had the option to get but he denied it because he wanted an extra fifteen hundred dollars a year <laughs> That's true. He was a cheap fucker. So, yeah, so it's his fault. It's not Obamacare. He had opportunities. So then he's at work, <laughs> and he's and there's this coworker that he fantasizes about, and uh, he meets her in the copy room, and they're talking, and he actually works up the nerve to ask her out, or actually to, to get her number. So she gives him his number. Yep. And, so, and while it's going on, he's also hearing these weird... Uh, voices are voice in his head, <laughs> and you said it sounds like uh, Louis Armstrong. Sounds right? like Louis Armstrong. Yeah, it does. And so, um, well, between Louis Armstrong and like a Skid Row bum. Oh yeah. I mean that deep grumbly voice. And so, so the, then uh, cuts to him at his apartment, and he's in there, and he's getting ready to text her, and he hears that voice again saying, "Are you you're gonna text her? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, boy?" So then he keeps hearing it, and then finally he just he has enough, and he realizes it's coming from inside his head hole. Inside <laughs> the head hole. So I he love reaches it. in and pulls out, and it's this little fucking gray blob. <laughs> creature <laughs> with eyes and a mouth and, and a brooklyn accent whose name is brian by the way brian. <laughs> yeah the next day he uh he's getting ready for his date with uh the girl i forget her name doesn't matter but he's in the kitchen he's in the kitchen does it ever matter no no he's in the kitchen and the blob is sitting in a box of chinese food eating the chinese food <laughs> talking to him about giving him advice on how to get the furthest on this date and it's the dumbest, funniest thing I've seen in a long time. It is. That's real stupid. He's like a little finger puppet. Yeah, but <laughs> sticking up. I mean, like I see. Yeah, so it's like it's like part animatronic, part CGI. Yeah. The close-up of the, of the creature's face is definitely a puppet, but the animatronics are actually pretty good. Yeah, for for the creature, he's about mm-hmm. the most interesting thing about this whole segment, actually, because there's really nothing else going on. No, there's no death. So what ends up happening is uh, he goes out with the girl and then they go back to his place and he brings out wine and he starts giving her a massage and then he really wants to get with her but the, the slug is telling her to, telling him to eat her. So he starts fucking slobbering. Yeah. On her head. While he's doing a massage. So he's like getting ready. And, and so he, he goes down there and for so some reason, I don't know what the hell. It cuts away. It cuts away. It cuts away. Yeah. And next day... She's in the. Uh, there, there. Next day, he he shows up at work. He doesn't have a. The, I'm like uh, the bandage uh, over uh. his <laughs> over his head anymore. Yep. Uh, instead, he's just wearing a hat, but takes the hat off, and then and he's perfectly healed. Yeah. The gaping. No, he's, as, he's not. He's not healed because you can see the back of his head is still bloody. It just doesn't show the hole anymore. Huh. Yeah. The back of his head is, is pure blood. I didn't see the back of his head. Yeah. Watch. Watch when he turns, and when he turns his head, you'll see like it's like it's like blood all over the back of his hair. And um, I just fucking watched this thing, and I completely missed it. And I yeah. was looking at him. Yeah, so but what happens is uh, she shows up, and now she has the bandage on her head, which means that he has transferred the slug Brian. See? See the, yep. head, the blood? Uh, he has transferred. There it is. Okay. He has transferred the slug Brian to her. 
And then, um, but she's fine still. That's so, nasty. So I guess it's more like a grub hole. Yeah, there you go, a grub hole, yeah. Like, you know, what you'd find on a farm animal and stuff. So he starts to gag and cough. And then, and then that's pretty much the end. He he opens his hand and he's got a chunk of her hair and a, like a hair barrette and part of her skin from but, the back of her head. But they're gonna go out the next day, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna so, go out again. Yeah. So then that's the end of that one, and that one kind of sucked. But <laughs> um, now we move on to the one which I compared lightly to uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, kind of the the segment with the young boy with the crazy imagination, but. Uh, not quite that different. Anyway, his dad, who looks like fat-ass Captain Kangaroo, comes walking in the fucking house with a radioactive briefcase. Yeah, this whole family looks like the fucking Augustus Gloop family from, from Willy Wonka. <laughs> and, by the way, there's absolutely no dialogue in, in this entire short. No, there's not. All. Yeah. And but. <clears throat> the kid wants to get a hold of Looking for a brew unique to you? Find it at Kroger. Discover distinctly different chameleon organic ground coffee with flavors like Guatemala and dark and handsome. They're so organic, so sustainable, and so good. Visit Kroger today to get yours. The dad's a radioactive suitcase because he imagined himself as a scientist making shit. Now it does. The, the red shit, I, I said it looked like the clump. The clump youth formula. Right, right. And right. then he's got another vial of some other crap. So he mixes them together. In his in his rats in his rat. water bowl and doesn't even I mean or food bowl it's food bowl what a little bastard first yeah. of all what if it just poisoned him and killed the you know killed the rat but nope it so doesn't kill the rat the rat ends up becoming um fucking what do you call it a uh, uh, super strong super strong escapes. radioactive rat thank you yeah <laughs> escapes from the cage so the kid doesn't grow though no that's what's cool about it he stays growing the same green. Side. But he's flashing green, like, yeah. vroom, vroom, and he pulses, and you can hear him. He sounds like a nuclear reactor running around. It's hilarious. And so he's chasing the rat around, and it's going all over the apartment. And then um, the rat ends up in the bath in the kitchen, and you see him whooping the shit. <laughs> oh, off the screen, whooping the shit out of the cat that they have. Now, I love cats, but, you know, and I hate when they kill pets. But this particular, was it was slapsticky and funny. Yeah. Because you can hear the mouse in there whooping, yeah. whooping that cat's ass. And when he comes to the kitchen, all of a sudden that cat is flung against the fridge door, <laughs> flat as shit. And there's blood all over the fridge. Oh, shit. All over the floor. Oh, man. The kid looks back and he sees his mom getting up to go into the kitchen to get more beans because she's making fucking pork and beans. And he freaks out. <laughs> so he picks up the cat, throws it. It lands in the pot of beans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and... So his mom comes in to get more beans, doesn't see the blood, okay? Doesn't see a damn thing. Uh, and she doesn't say shit for one. No, nobody's no, there's, there's no dialogue at all. And I'm going to make another point real quick. Throughout this film, I, I've compared it to like what an ASMR video is like. Yeah. Because all of the sound in this movie is very intentional, I yeah. guess. It's very clear, very crisp. It's, the Foley artist had a good time making all of the sound effects very it, HD. Very it was high hilarious. Depth. Yeah. And especially this one, because this one has no dialogue. So everything is done with sound effects and, and, and sound, and that's it. Um, but so the mom the mom is getting ready to leave, and then she hears a noise in the, in the, in the cupboard. She goes to look, doesn't <laughs> see anything, walks back out. Uh, and all of a sudden, then the mouse, for some reason, decides to start attacking the family. The, and it's like Monty Python mouse, because yeah. this fucker can fly. Yeah. <laughs> he can fly. He can jump. He jumps up. He starts crying. 
He, he grabs the dad by the throat. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. And so the first kill happens when uh, he knocks the dad over and the dad yep. almost falls onto this overturned stool. Yeah. But he's sitting there just above it, safe at the time, safe. And actually, no, that's not the first kill because he's still alive. But what happens is, while that's going on, he gets there's a knock at the door. Yep. And he goes to answer, and there's two Mormons. <laughs> and while he's while, while when the Mormons see what's going on, because the dad is actually so the mom fell over on the dad, <laughs> pierced his chest with the with the with stool, the stool. <laughs> and he still has it on. And so when he opens the uh. door, the Mormons look in and they see all this shit going on. And uh, they're like, they're getting ready. One freaks out and runs. The other one pulls out his Bible and starts trying to read a Bible verse. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. The rat jumps and lands in the guy's mouth. He go. the dad has the stool still in his neck. Yeah. And there's a hole in the stool and the mouse jumps in the hole You're going too far ahead. They're going too far ahead. Yeah. So the the mouse jumps into one of the Mormon's mouths, goes down his throat. And then all of a sudden, his intestines start to burst out. And then, oh, and then at shit. that point, you know, we we uh, we have kill seven. Yep. So uh, he's dead. Yep. Uh, and so then the mouse then runs back to, as you said, the the guy and, and jumps ki- through the hole in the stool and takes dad out. And uh, he knocks dad backwards, which uh, knocks him into mom. They both knock against this uh, uh, night uh, dresser or whatever yep. or cabinet in the in the room. The cabinet falls on them, and at that point we have kill eight and kill nine because they both yep. die at the same time. Smashes them flat, yeah. juices them like a damn tomato. And then we're treated to a super hilarious scene where the mouse's face is right up against the camera, and there's fire going <laughs> in the background. Hell rat, hell rat, yeah, I love it. And that scene of that one, that one, it, we it, were laughing. We laughing. It was great. We was, were carrying. We were laughing during the whole damn thing because it was so it was so stupid, but yeah, so funny, so damn funny, but stupid as hell. So that that was uh, that was the rat one, which, um, <laughs> yeah, again, no dialogue, but yeah, it was pretty damn funny. So our next one is the hag. The hag. And this one's pretty simple. The husband keeps seeing his wife wake up. She sleeps well. She keeps saying yep. saying the same thing. She comes in your sleep. She comes in your sleep. She comes in your sleep. <laughs> uh, and then they, they they go to this uh and they go to this uh, therapist to talk about it. And then the next night, um, he wakes up. He can't move. He's got sleep paralysis. Yep. And he looks at the foot of his bed and he sees the head of the old hag. Yep. At the foot he of his can... bed. Which would suck. Yeah. In real life, that would suck because the hag is actually a real thing. Right. They talk about this, about this witch or something that can sit on your chest. And it's one of the reasons you can't, you know, sometimes people experience that they have reported having something on their chest or something right. like that that they could actually mm-hmm. see. The old hag syndrome. That yeah. would be scary as shit. Yeah. But this wasn't. No. <laughs> this was not. So, so then the next night, they go, they go out to dinner. They have a good time, whatever. And they go home. And then he wakes up. And again, um, she she's not there. So he walks into the bathroom. And um, he, he realizes that, or he thinks he sees someone. But then he goes back to bed. And she's there. So he lays back down. A little while later, he wakes back up. She's gone again. Again. This time he looks up and she's floating above his bed. But like, she has turned into the old hag. She's t- <laughs> and, yeah. and so she falls on him and then starts to bite his jaw. Oh, God, yes. And rips his jaw off. And is sitting there shaking it like a dog. Yeah. And then, it's but, hilarious. But what's crazy, what's cool is that the this time that the old hag looks a little different because um, she's got these huge, huge mouth and huge teeth with super sharp pointy teeth in it. Yep. And it's different from last time. But it's a pretty, yes, pretty it cool is. effect. Um, so then it cuts to the next day and, and she's by herself 
at the therapist and they're talking about how her husband just left. Quote he unquote, just left, left, you know. Yeah. But, and she was like, it's okay. He put up for a long is, time. Yeah. But what's funny is this one, you didn't really see the death. No. You saw a jaw get ripped off, but you didn't actually see him die. But he, he had his jaw ripped off. There's a lot of blood. So we're going to go ahead and count it as Hit um, kill 10. Yeah. Yes. So he's dead. <laughs> yeah. And then that's it. And then the, the, the damn thing ends. That's it. And that's for Hag. And Over then, with. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool effect for the most part. Uh, then we're treated to a, a ridiculous cartoon featuring two guys being chased by a monster. Uh, one gets eaten. The other guy traps the monster in a warehouse. And <laughs> it, it, it's like a weird. It's just a weird little animated short. It's like a, like a low budget uh, South Park type. With some 90 year old uh, monster masher he calls himself. Yeah, so he calls the monster killer. And this 90 year old dude with a walker who comes in, <laughs> beats the ever loving fuck out of the monster with the walker. And then says, you know what, that you don't know much about monsters because that was the baby, meet mom. The guy turns around and gets eaten by the bigger monster. Boom, done. End. But it was we, like 45 seconds. We're it not was counting really... those as kills because it's fucking no, cartoons. No, it's cartoons. Yeah. It's not real. So then we're treated to another one, which at this point I've lost count how many fucking segments that is. Um, <laughs> with a guy who's at home uh, drinking because he's about to get a divorce. When he's knocked at the door, he answers, and it's some dude looking pale saying, you know, you're a dentist. I need you to extract my molars because I was bitten by a woman, and now I'm turning into a vampire. Yes. And so there's this very long conversation at the table talking about how he, he's a vampire, and he needs to have him take these molars out. Um, and then finally the guy agrees. Yeah, he wants his bicuspids yanked. Yes, his bicuspids. Fang teeth. Uh, so the doctor pulls out whatever tools he can find, yep. including a, um, what did he have on, on his, on his he, table he, wrench? Uh, he <laughs> he gets an adjustable end crescent wrench and uses that to yank the guy's teeth out. Or he, try, or he, he yanks it out, right? And then it he grows back. He gets them both out. Now, what happens is, because uh, I think you took a break. <laughs> I, I went to go get a snack, yeah. <laughs> because that whole table scene when the two of them are talking oh, is yeah. so fucking long. It's so boring and yep, yep, yeah. yep. Well, anyway, he takes, hey, where's the buzzer? Oh, yeah, I gotta get that buzzer. Go on. That's all right. Anyway, he does, re he successfully removes both of his bicuspids mm -hmm. as requested. Mm -hmm. So his fang teeth are gone, but he hits the ground. And starts to spasm, and the guy's freaking out. So he grabs the gun that the guy was pointing at him. Right. And then this dude morphs on into a vampire, stupid looking vampire at uh -huh, that. Uh huh. But he morphs in, so he starts to try to shoot him. Okay. I mean, he puts his hands up, and then when he pulls his hands down, his face has changed, and his teeth have grown back. And what's funny is, yeah, like I said, remember, he's got like this 80-foot hallway that leads right. to his front door. So he runs all the way down to the front door, mm -hmm. turns around, and he's pointing this empty gun backwards. So I'm sitting there laughing. I'm like, dude, you already know the gun's empty. Yeah. Just get out the fucking house. Yeah. Doesn't get out the house. Vampire's on the staircase, jumps his ass, eats him up. He's killed. 11. And gone. And done. So that's the end of yep. that one. Uh, not one of the better ones. Definitely a little no. too long. It was it it just kind of yeah. It was very uneventful. It was quick, predictable, but eh. yeah. So then the next one, you actually le I left the room to go take a break, and it's this fucking <laughs> weird ass puppet show that is not even worth mentioning because I couldn't understand what the fuck was going on. It made no sense. <laughs> it was like a really bad like modern art fuck show. <laughs> So we're just gonna move past that one because no kills, no death, no, kills, no nothing, just, just stupid pure shit. stupidity. Yeah. Yep. Then we move on to the weirdest. Okay, not the weirdest one. One of the weirdest ones of the seg of the show um, called 
stay at home dad. Stay at home daddy. And it's this dad whose wife goes to work and he stays at home because he has breasts and he's able to <laughs> feed the baby. 16 months earlier, it says. Yeah, he uh, he found an ad because apparently he works at a comic shop and they're getting ready to have a kid. But he found an ad for an experimental procedure that will give men um, breasts and then they'll get paid for this procedure and they'll be able to stay at home and um, help with the baby and get paid for it. Yep. So he goes through with it and he ends up getting these really, f- I mean, it's supposed to be real, but they look fake as shit. Uh, the worst <laughs> rescue titties ever because they're on a dude. They look I don't f- even want to count them as rescue titties. Yeah. They're an insult to rescue titties worldwide. So we're just going to say this was a freak show. Yeah. So we're just, I mean, there's, this this one's kind of okay, but it's kind of long, so we're just going to rush through it. But what ends up happening is it follows him as he goes throughout his day of taking care of the baby, who's actually kind of a, like a toddler now. Who yeah. um, The mom said that she, you know he should have been, or the kid should have been weaned off of breast milk a while back but um yeah so it goes to him as he goes through his day with the kid and then goes home then we're introduced to this weird plot where these two burglars are gonna enter the house and burgle him <laughs> burgle but before that right before that happened he uh, he falls asleep on the bed while watching the baby and then he wakes up and he walks in and sees one of the guys in a mask taking his dvd player and shit <laughs> the guy um the guy drops it jumps and they start fighting um, drags him outside, is able headbutts him, and he they both pass out. Yep. Uh, but but while that was happening, he was also he woke up, couldn't find the kid, went to find the kid, and that's when he ran into the guy stealing his shit. That's it. Okay, so then the other guy, the older dude, the partner, gets pissed off because it's like two hours later, it's fucking nighttime, <laughs> and the guy's in turn come back. That's oh man. So he funny. goes into the house, and when he goes into the house, he opens the door, walks in, closes the door, look around. And you get this vision from above him, like a like a monster type vision. Yep. And he looks up, and all of a sudden, this thing attacks him, and starts to bite on him and eat him. And all of a sudden, you get uh, kill twelve because yes. it eats him and kills him. But you don't know what it is. You don't know what it is yet. But then it cuts to the the dad and the the, uh, the other guy on the, on the uh, porch. Dad wakes up, <laughs> and the other guy's been eaten as well. He's all fucked up. He's all fucked up, and he's kill thirteen. That's right. And what's so funny is at this point, mom comes home, walks up the stairs. Oh, this is so funny. Yeah. And just looks at the body and goes, <sighs> and walks out and steps over him yeah. and walks inside. And you're wondering, she's awful calm from mm-hmm. a dead body being on the porch. Yep. Goes in there and dad is on the ground, breastfeeding the kid. Mm-hmm. And he's complaining that it hurts. Mm-hmm. You know, something's wrong, you know, like this. You know, he's, he's basically saying, Something's not right. She, you know, and he's freaking out. And yeah. at this point, you know, something's up and you see the kid, you see the kid and the kid is like the squid creature from men in black. Yeah. Yeah. And mom's face is all fucked up. She looks like, uh, what's that? Blackbeard. Davy Jones. From, <laughs> Davy uh, Jones. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Pretty she's much. She's got like tentacles down her face or whatever. And then they start, she talks to the little baby and says, you know what we're going to do now? And the baby goes, eat daddy. So turn around. Daddy's laying on the ground. He's all fucked up already. They kill him. Well, they go after him, but it, 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 it's off screen, so we don't count it. It's not we don't count it. It doesn't deserve it. But it obviously, being killed, but he, obviously daddy's, he's taken out yeah end of segment so then we move on to the final segment which is the uh, center that's i guess the centerpiece of this whole movie um in which starts off 
uh, with a Russian and an Iranian. And this is not a <laughs> walk into a bar joke. Uh, no, definitely not. No. So it starts off with them in a boat. They're looking for an H-bomb that was dropped off the coast of Savannah, Georgia in 1958. Yep. And that is actually a true story. Yes. So the, the bomb part. The Iranian goes down and finds it. Uh, but then he kicks open this thing that unleashes all the, the uranium or whatever. Um, and he's attacked by some jellyfish that are in the in the ocean. Yep. He dies. It cuts to the next day when there's a news report talking about all these jellyfish that are walking up on shore. And you see a whole <laughs> bunch of people all over the beach. Kids are blowing up jellyfish. Yep. And then you, and then she the news reporter um, interviews one of James's relatives. Yep. Um, who says it's... it's uh, the government's it's all, the government's it's fault. Go, it's the government's fault that they need to come and, That's and right. clean this shit up. Um, and then you're treated to just, you know, a bunch of different uh, segments of, like, people on the beach. And it's it's not really important. Um, but you see jellyfish start to come off the, come on the beach. Yes. They start walking on the beach. One goes into a, uh, a, a cooler. <laughs> uh, another, that was pretty good though. I liked that. That was pretty funny. Another great part is there's this kid in front of this, uh, this, uh, crab restaurant in a crab suit and he's, uh, the crabs, we got crabs. No, no, he's saying who let the crabs out. Crabs, 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 crabs. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, so then there's that, and then there's like these guidos playing bocce ball on the beach. Uh, I mean, it's all these different characters you're introduced to. And, oh, but then what happens is all of a sudden, the jellyfish have become radioactive, and they started to grow, started to, to, to evolve. And not and, just grow, folks. We're talking huge. And so all hell fucking breaks loose. <laughs> all these jellyfish from all different sizes and shapes come on the beach oh yeah and they like james and i were looking like okay we're gonna get a good kill count for this one so let's get ready literally within like 30 seconds there were so many fucking deaths that i, I couldn't even keep we count. lost track yeah. so so this I'm, I'm just gonna estimate number of kills in this one and we're just gonna go kill 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 and then what I love about it is the Russian babe is oh, on the yeah. beach during all the chaos. People are dropping dead left and right. She grabs this foam rubber rocket launcher. You yeah, can tell RPG. It's foam. it's foam as shit. It's hilarious. She blows one jumps out of the water and grabs a helicopter, a, a news <laughs> helicopter. She fires it at that one, blows it up. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then um, the the douchebag with the bocce ball kills one with a bocce ball, but then he gets taken out. He does the DX thing, the suck it thing. Yeah. <laughs> but then the mother of all jellyfish comes out of the ocean and uh, starts chasing everybody down. But then, like, that's it. That's what ends. It just ends like, boom, it done. Is. It ends, and then the credits roll. Well, no, the credits don't roll. What happens is we get the... So the whole cutaway, or the whole... Well, the uh, segment credits rolls. Yeah, me. the the side piece to this whole thing is, is the guy in the theater. And so his little last bit, which is stupid as shit... He's sitting there watching it, and there's a green goo that comes on his shoulder. He looks green up. Green jizz. Let's just say it how it is. The camera pans up, and there's like this uh, uh, claymation monster with tentacles above him. <laughs> he goes to run out, and there's a vampire that comes out from the lobby and attacks him, and that's it. And, and boom. You yeah. don't see him die, so no no kill count there. Nope. But literally, we probably had 30 to 40 kills in this movie, I mean, and just we just couldn't keep up with them. Yeah, so like like looking at the kill count I wrote down, uh, 13 from the other segments. There were probably at least 13 to 15 from at the jellyfish least. one. Oh, so at least. Looking yeah. like a 30 or 30 or so. Yeah. But that's it. That was the end of the movie. That was the end of the movie. I was not disappointed. No. I mean, it was actually quite good. We Like I said, we got some death, but there was a lot of humor, mm -hmm. so it was actually quite enjoyable to yeah. me. Yeah, I, I, I definitely liked it. Um, I'm going to let you go first, so what's your, right. what's your rating on it? 
Well, I'm just going to go generic. I'm not going to go segment by segment because yeah. that'll take too damn long. Oh, hell yeah. So uh, acting, you know, of course, it's on par with this kind of movie. Like Jack it's, Frost. It's all yeah. hack. You know, it's just bullshit. Uh, the stories, the individual stories were corny but funny. Scripts were shit, but I don't care. Uh, the effects were pretty damn funny. Uh, the radioactive rat. I mean, like I said, it was so poor, it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I'm straight up, man. This is my first one of the season. I love this one. Yeah. I didn't like it as much as Jack, okay. but I'm still going to give this one a one turn. One it turn. is right. definitely one that you can watch more than once. This is one of your new classics. This is one, one of my new classics. Best of the worst. Just because it's best, it's it's just good enough. Yeah. No, I actually agree with you. This 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 was it was so much damn fun to watch. And yes, it was labeled a comedy, fantasy, and then horror, which means the, the horror was the last one, so there wasn't that much, and there really wasn't. Um, other, I mean, most of it came from like the fact that it had to do with like monsters and supernatural creatures and shit like that. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't like scary. It was it was funny as hell. It didn't take itself too seriously. It seemed uh, the acting was decent. The script was okay. Um, the the effects. I think the effects were appropriately bad. Good. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they were pathetic. Like, if they were any better, like, if they were really good, it would have, I think it would have been worse for the movie because, like, you wouldn't tell, you would have been able to tell that they were trying too hard. Yes. If it had been any worse, it would have been bad because you could tell that like, they weren't trying enough. So it was appropriate level of bad good on these effects. And I loved every single one of them. Very, very well put. Yeah. Even the fucking styrofoam uh, RPG. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going one as well. This thing, Sweet. this thing is fun. Uh, I, I, when I was looking up the information for, I saw there was a part two, so I'm hoping to get part two. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe next for next season. season. Yeah. yeah but had to look for it. Yeah. This is, this was a lot of fun. This was one of the first fun ones so far this season. Yes. Yeah. And our first one, our first, uh, our first on one, one turd. Yeah. yeah. First one turd. All right, man. Why don't you tell the fine folks at home about all of our shit we got going on? No problem, man. Uh, first of all, you can find our show on the fourthhand.com media network along with our sister project, State of Fear. They're actually right next to each other on the list, along with several other very fine shows and very good people. We are on the Big Evil Facebook, of course. We are on Instagram, and we are on Twitter. We have also, as Chris has mentioned at the first of the show, we, we do now have a Patreon. I like to call it that. As Chris mentioned at the beginning of the show, we do now have a Patreon page. Uh, it's patreon.com forward slash what the suck, all one word. We also have a T Public merchandise store, which I believe is tpublic.com forward slash what dash the dash suck dash podcast. That is correct. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to tell them about the con- don't forget the contest we have going on. Yep. Um, review contest gives review as many reviews as you're able to do, whether on different um, apps or if you go to Podchaser, you can review per episode. But do as many reviews as you can. Send them in to us at uh, a screenshot at whatthesuckpodcast at gmail.com. Um, they will be entered into the grand prize at the end of the season where you'll win all the movies we're watching this season. Yep, he's he's marking them down in the notebook, keeping yeah. track. Also, uh, for this month, for September, we're also giving away, at the end of the month, we're giving away the pop vinyl of David from Lost Boys. Yes. Uh, so one lucky person will uh, win that. So yeah, so, so send in your reviews and um, you know somebody will get that. And then, like I said, winning the pop 
or winning any of the other prizes throughout the season does not disqualify you from winning the grand prize. Of course not. The and grand prize is going to be up for grabs till the very end. So yeah. by all means, keep the reviews coming. Uh, if you join our Patreon, if you join at the $5 level, you automatically get one additional entry no matter what yep. every month. If you join the $10 level, you get two extra entries That's for the correct. grand giveaway. Yeah, so go and uh, give us those reviews, send us screenshots, and we'll get you entered for the contest. Amen. All right, man. Well, this is Chris, and I will see you all at the next Suckfest. Yeah, and this is James, and if it ain't on What the Suck, it ain't shit. Deuces. Listening to a fourth hand joint. If you have loved ones that rely on your income, you need life insurance. But finding the best quote shouldn't take a lifetime. With Policy Genius, you could save 50% or more by comparing quotes from America's top insurers. First, head to policygenius.com. In minutes, Policy Genius will compare prices starting at as little as $1 a day. You might even be eligible to fast-track your coverage with a no-exam policy. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team handles all the paperwork and red tape. If you have any questions, their team of licensed, independent experts is on hand to help. In fact, Policy Genius's award-winning service has a five-star rating across thousands of reviews on Trustpilot and Google. Make today the day you cross life insurance off your list and get protection for your loved ones. You could save 50% or more by comparing quotes. To get covered, head to policygenius.com today. Looking for a brew unique to you? Find it at Kroger. Discover distinctly different chameleon organic ground coffee with flavors like Guatemala and dark and handsome. They're so organic, so sustainable, and so good. Visit Kroger today to get yours.